welcome back to Helmets. We made welcome. it. Yeah, we, we did it. We watched the we whole watched whole series of American football, uh, and it was really um, good. And we recorded a podcast about it. I had fun doing it. I think this is going to, like, we know, we both know where we're at with this. I think this is a proof of concept and that we can do it and that we'll build something pretty sick for next season. And that's where yeah. I'm at with this. Like, Thanks, I'm, everyone who listened to it. Yeah, thanks, everyone, message. for listening. Yeah, It's um, been fun to do, and we're going to do more next year, uh, next season. Or what we could do is uh, watch the USFL, which was pu- pushed quite hard during the entire Super Bowl. Uh, which is not going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they want you to watch the USFL. Uh, it's Why? real football, apparently. It's real football. Uh, nobody gives a fuck. Uh, I'm not going to watch United that. States Football League. Uh, it's a professional that, American the... minor football league. That... Yeah. The, inaug... the inaugural 2022 regular season was played in its entirety in Birmingham, Alabama. That's not even the best Birmingham. No. Yeah. Nothing controversial ever happened there either. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Like when you go to the into the into the America into like the South and America, man. Like I mean, it's not funny. It's horrible and tragic. But like, and I guess actually, in many ways, it would be better if England was more like this. But like, we have. Um, you, you, I went to like uh, Oxford, Mississippi, and there's a statue like just in the the university, and there's a statue of this guy with like a briefcase, and I was like, oh, what's that? And they're like, oh, it's just this black guy that like tried to joined the university and then everyone like attacked him i was like cool yeah yeah no i mean we're, <laughs> in, it, yeah. We've, uh, yeah i mean like we are england the uk let's we're not a history podcast let's, no we're not uh, a history podcast let's sports wash that Let, bit. let's yeah um, that's fine let's talk about the super bowl but that was fun yeah, no, but then we, yeah the, i've got a, a bit of a bit of weirdness about america though right so like oh, yeah. super bowl, what an incredible day uh, a very special uh special day uh, you know, spent, I, I spent uh, had a lovely day and then I had a little sleep and then I woke up and it was time for the Super Bowl and I was stoked. And I yeah. put the pre-game on and I was like, uh, they kept being, they kept like talking about this thing they were going to do, which is the salute to America. And I was like, oh, that's going to be really horrible, isn't it? And lo and behold, uh, actor Anthony Mackie uh, was presenting a very short video about how much he loves America, but America's got problems in front of a children's choir uh, singing about uh, how much they love America, uh, followed by a Johnny Cash song in the background of just pictures of the American flag. This went on for 10 minutes. Good and Lord. It's, it's, it's interesting when you think about how intrinsic American nationalism is to American football. And we've talked about it before that, you know, every, there's a lot of troops. There's a lot of saluting of the troops going on yeah. in football, and none of that's more prevalent than in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. And I did detect one of my favourite moments of this whole thing was uh, just a lot of a lot of um, uh, a lot of references to like cool shit, like like a lot of the wars America have fought in, a lot of the wars mm. that they've won, nine uh, eleven, uh, the the um, the space shuttle and all shit like that. Pretty American, pretty American stuff, right? But then there was a moment which every single time in an American football game, at really any level, at some point, some fucking fighter jets are going to fly over the stadium. And it 
They oh, do. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this one. Okay. And I'm, I, I know I'm all for the like you know North Korea esque displays of power, and I think fighter planes are cool, just like every other. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's and not the, like, what was weird. <laughs> yeah, they were like, um, please salute our first ever uh, completely female uh, flying wing. Girl, oh, girl, some, some girl were, bosses. They were girl bosses, and you can't, you know, what you can't take that away from them because if you try, they'll, they will kill you and yeah. your family at, at a wedding. It's just, I mean, I'm all for it, like, but like, come on, just because they're, you know, an all women flight division doesn't take away from the flat, fact that they're flying billion dollar. Uh, machines of unspeakable death like that will just rain down nightmares on any country that's got oil there was literally like a, it was it's like the text of did you there's a really famous like sarcastic tweet about like what like um about like liberal like american liberalism which is like american liberals be like more female drone pilots <laughs> like more yeah. female concentration camp guards you know it's very yeah. like <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad they're being i'm oh, glad the so representation funny. is up there but like it's just when you think about what those planes are built for which is raining down freedom on any unsuspected middle eastern country it's like yeah i don't know if you can still be woke and still have that thing but you oh, know so... it's fine uh then then as you get through you get to my second favorite bit of american uh americanism uh their their flag sanity and only really in the super bowl do you get to hear the american national anthem b-side uh when they do two national anthems yes because they have the uh they have the other one don't they they've got the big yeah. one the the cowboy one which they kind of all that actually that's like this is a peculiarity about american national anthem which i quite like right but i'm aware that other countries find quite cringe but i think it speaks to i i like i'm gonna make a really lame point but i think it speaks to the american improvisational uh musical tradition and the fact that they are the creators of soul jazz and country music right uh yeah blues rock and roll blues things like that right and that's good because Two American national anthem singers. The tune is very optional. Like that's something I've noticed. I really enjoy. They take fucking ages to sing that song. I'm not saying it's not a good song, but they take fucking so long to sing it. Yeah, and like, I, I also I'm not just saying this out of coat because we have a shit anthem. Like I put this cards on the table. The UK anthem shit. They should oh, yeah. like yeah. fucking at some point will break up into different countries and they should replace the English one with something good like Jerusalem, right? That Like, it's a bad anthem. No one likes it, really. You know, sometimes there's a culture wars thing where they try and for people, like, pretend they like it. And I'm like, come on, you know you you don't like it. You know you yeah. don't. No one likes the English one. Like, I'm comparing it to, like, actually good, other, like, actually good national anthems like the Welsh one or the French one, you know? Just, like, yeah. hard bangers. They still don't have some, like country singer like mangling the tune and everyone going oh my god it made me cry it's such yeah. a wild song um it's also it's a song from a war they the... lost fuck you american listeners you also, didn't win that king. war it's about ours is about the king we have to we're <clears> even <throat> praising like the country which obviously uh, you know nationalism is a bit weird anyway but like yeah. just singing to some guy some like yeah. i just think about sausage fingers up there in buckingham palace <laughs> it's like yes you will obey me it's like all right fuck off but yeah, it was good. Speaking of the national anthem, let's get let's kind of pivot away from the funny American stuff. 
to the Nick Sirianni, right? So he was he was during the national anthem, and fair enough, this always happens. They zero in on a player or a coach, and the guys, whoever it is, is just weeping. And I've been yeah. to American oh, football, and I've had I've had a little cry during the national anthem because when you're there, it's pretty fucking intense. But anyway, Nick Sirianni crying, just just rivers of tears. And it mm. turns out they said he used to as a as a thing, and I was like half cringy, but half like actually he fucking manifested it. He would listen to the national anthem, the American national anthem, in his like spare time, and visualize him standing on the sidelines before the kickoff of the Super Bowl. And he would use that image to like focus his energy and become like the best head coach he can to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he fucking did it. So fair. Ah, uh, yeah, he did it. He did it because spoiler alert: the Chiefs won. Again, the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl, and everyone thought the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. Really, if you, if you, uh, there was a bit. I think there was a bit of. It was, it's interesting. I, I, we both said. I think quite, quite far out. I said the 49ers would win, but for this game, I, th- I we said the Chiefs were going to. During the pregame, yeah. everyone's saying that the the the, the, the uh, Eagles were going to win. They're picking the Eagles by not very many points, but they were saying the Eagles have got this, and. You know, it looked pretty good for that for the first half, but yeah, I think you can't the, the way the Chiefs the way the Chiefs did that the, the the turning points in the Super Bowl that happened as as we'll get through the game kind of just shows they were the best team like across the board. Absolutely, like the Chiefs were, the Chiefs are the best team. Like they are, and they they deserve to win, and it's as simple as that. Like. They they absolutely deserve to win. They're an ex- exceptional team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes deserved his MVP. Um, it was very close. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, they had they had this, they had the greatest second half ever. Uh, but the the way the Eagles played in the first half, uh, you know, was was outstanding. This is the thing about the Super Bowl. As I was watching, as we watching go through first half, you getting you're getting into the game. And because it was such a fast-moving first half, it felt what the Eagles did so well in the first half is they kept Mahomes off the field. And if Mahomes mm. isn't on the field, he is not going to uh, score touchdowns. And I think he had like six minutes on the field in the first half, still capable of like scoring a touchdown. Um, did they, they even had... punt? They didn't punt. They punted once in the entire game, didn't they? The Chiefs. I, th- I think both teams punted once. Yeah, and I think there was only one three and out in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Eagles. Uh, Eagles. Uh, the Chiefs deferred to the second half. And I had an interesting thought about that because it turns out uh, the Chiefs have scored ten touchdowns uh, and only one three and out all season, um, and they are one of the best teams and I, I always i always think that like all season you could play the deferred kickoff but maybe for the super bowl get the ball and try and put some points on the board early um mm. and if if you uh, you know it starts to get worrying when you're looking at the clock as the team who doesn't have the ball in the second half and yeah you, and that's that's where it gets a bit weird and and the the way that the chiefs played in the first half you you were like, oh, this something's something's not quite clicking here. I think it was interesting because basically with that, so the 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 way that the game went, uh, listeners, if any of you didn't see it, firstly watch the highlights. It was amazing. Uh, secondly, yeah. uh, it was good from the word go, and the reason is because they deferred, and the reason they deferred is this kind of very logical, coachy thought. Well, they're like, well, look, we don't really we think we're going to score whatever with our offense, and on that basis. 
we think that we can if we stop you that's a, that's already a big psychological win for us because we know that we it's like one of those things where like we know we, we're good at scoring and going to score lots of points we also know that you the eagles know that so if we stop you that's already a bit of a like big pressure mm. but i don't really think they should have i think they should have just fucking started um yeah because the eagles had an absolutely perfect start um yeah they scored and they did it in cool ways. You know, they were doing everything you're supposed to do, like do a bit of running, do some short passes, do some kind of tricky, interesting things, take a big shot, you know, all the stuff you're supposed to do. Amazing. Yeah, and they the also AJ did... Brown, AJ Brown deep shot to the corner. Like it's yeah. one of my favorite plays when the when the receiver blows the coverage out and then there's a mismatch, and then you just basically know that yeah. it's a foot race to the to the pylon. <laughs> they and, also did uh, several times, including once within that very first drive, that thing they've done the whole season, right? Where they get stuffed and then they do this kind of like bull run, like mall rolling mall thing. Where yeah, they just they kind can... of like that the they got the NFL is gonna fucking stop them doing that this um this summer i reckon uh yeah i mean it just seems like it's overpowered now for that like they've kind of worked out exactly as you said like how it basically becomes a mall so the quarterback sneak uh, i think it was a few years ago they changed the um they changed the rules to to mean that the, you can actually push the quarterback or the you weren't carrier forward. yeah you weren't supposed to be able to like a few years ago it's like a remnant they changed they what a while ago i think quite a long time ago and but don't quote me on this they changed the rules so you can't push the qb and the reason is, is because the reason that you could before is it's like a remnant of like early football codes, which are, you know, similar to kind of early rugby codes, which are more about like lots of rolling malls and things like that. It's uh, like when people say also, uh, just a side note, when people say that American football uh, derived from rugby, that's not actually true. Like it sort of is, but like not rugby as you would not like not rugby as you would know it watching TV. Like it, they derived from football games, of which there were several codes. Rugby hadn't even been fully codified by the first time an American football game was played, and there were like several codes, but they were all kind of similarish things. Where basically, what you you had lots of kind of rolling, what you would in rugby call like rolling malls, which are what became scrimmage in American football, and what you would have is the op- the ball would be placed between these kind of rolling malls. And you had opportunities to like what you wanted to do is knock it back to your own player who had the opportunity to have a run or kick at goal. And you can kind of see how like that formation allowed those two sports to to kind of separately evolve. Yeah, to but, split uh, off. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's what the, the Eagles were doing. And it was just so unbelievably aggressive how they were yeah. playing. They were getting anywhere near anywhere near a first down they were either like dropping it yeah. out short or they were they were giving it giving the ball to yeah Hertz so to, the to reason the reason they changed it back is because basically they were started but uh, they, they started being they started enforcing the rule uh and like they were quite a lot because it's actually quite hard to not shove him sometimes yeah. you know because he'll charge the qb will like charge into the pile and then if you're already shoving it's actually quite hard to not shove him so like they that's why they changed it back but like um yeah it does mean that they've divided again they've devised this kind of rugby mall thing where they kind of bind onto him like you would if you're trying to score like a um a mall try and just force him over and it's pretty op because what actually happens is that there's only ever going to be like two 
defense like offensive linemen tend to be bigger than defensive linemen anyway and there's only ever going to be like two nose tackles so you've actually got like six fucking like guys the size of of like elephants just shoving basically two guys and they it's not it's yeah they're always going to get the one but they they were unstoppable on fourth down and it was it was it's really exciting from a it's really exciting from from a person's point of view who's watching the game. Mm. I would imagine that the the odd the few people who uh, uh, well, the, I would say a good number of people uh, will have stayed up for fun to watch the Super Bowl. It was their first game of American football, and what a treat this has been. This would have been, for yeah, them. yeah. But that yeah, they kind of need to. Uh, one would need to understand that this this doesn't happen every week. Teams aren't this aggressive, and that fourth down move, despite the fact that it was almost unstoppable for the Chiefs. Uh, for, uh, the Chiefs couldn't stop the Eagles doing it. Um, it's it's really weird to watch as a fan because you're like the defense mm. has done its job. They've gotten them to fourth down, and then they're just not punting and they just keep going. And I think that really really wears them down. And that kind of it really speaks to the uh, to the to, to the Chiefs to the Chiefs kind of yeah. mindset that it didn't. Obviously, they they came back in the second half and they were, they were able to. To, to stop it basically um but the chiefs had that huge moment on defense in the first half which was the uh fumble recovery for a yeah, touchdown so i'm going to come on to this so the fumble recovery from the touchdown so the first half was blow for blow um both sides they had their both sides had their one kind of three and out in the first half um no sorry that's not true the chiefs had their their three and out in the first half the eagles had their um had their fumble return. Now, I think ultimately this is the play that won the game, even though it was early in the half, because while a lot of people are going to focus on uh, a bit of refereeing, which we came, which we're going to come on to a bit later. And, you know, I understand why you might. Mm. The reality is, is that both teams basically matched each other completely. Both teams matched each other absolutely blow for blow the only thing that the the, the only thing that the um the chiefs were slightly better at honestly was clock management but towards the end and that they didn't do this one thing and the thing is uh, jalen hurts fumbled yeah one it was re- it's really annoying as well i mean obviously the eagles didn't win but if they did i mean he put up uh, like jalen hurts had one of his best games of the season Oh, no, no, he was incredible. He and... was incredible. It was the design run and he got smoked. That's the that's what happened. And like... he had four touchdowns. The guy is just the guy had an absolutely incredible game. And I, you know, it's it's also really frustrating from I would say for for the Eagles offensive line, who go into mm. the game the best offensive line in the entire game, uh, in the entire NFL. And they give up. So, well, it's not their fault. Yeah, is it? Yes, maybe. But it, they give up that that huge, huge mm. uh, touchdown. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, the Kansas City Chiefs. That nobody even really. They didn't get. Well, he got hit a few times, and we'll get onto that as well. But mm. nobody, nobody sacked Mahomes. So like, it's it's quite interesting that we're in the trenches. How the how the game played out, uh, particularly as it was such a high scoring uh, shootout of a game. Yeah. The actual discipline was was still there. Uh, it's just you yeah. can't really keep these two offenses under under wraps. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. Like they 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 just kind of charged about, and they um they the 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 line just never really the 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 offensive line just 
they completely held. It was crazy as well. You know, Patrick Mahomes played that game injured. And he he was visibly hurt as well. Like, and there were still points where like the line cleared these fucking holes and he ran for 20 yards, like untouched, like significantly slower than he normally runs. Um, I really think that Jalen Hurts on the Eagles, I, I've had a look at some of his highlights and stuff going throughout the season. I've seen a few Eagles games. The thing that really gets me is that guy is strong as a fucking ox. I think the best QB comparison to him is probably Josh Allen at the moment. Like, he's not quite the same because he's not as much of a gunslinger, but, and he tends to do, he does quite a lot of kind of shorter, like nippier passes. I don't know that his arm is like amazing, like, like ridiculously strong. It's still strong, do you know what I mean? But it's not ridiculous like Josh Allen's is. But when it comes to running, he's like a, He's like a fucking buffalo. Yeah. Like, he's so powerful. And he just, like, smashes people. Um, he's unspeakably strong. Like, it, yeah. it, he's one of those players that you don't want to be facing just because he's so, not necessarily unpredictable, but just, you know, he's unstoppable. Uh, yes. And it proved it in the Super Bowl. Like, uh, the, it was just really exciting to see those they're like big players so like Hurt, Smith and Brown just absolutely cooking like and that was why it was so exciting and it, it did look like the game was going to get away from the away from the Chiefs a little bit when they missed the field goal um which I yes. was like oh. yes. once you start yes. missing field goals it's like oh what's happening here you know I I kind of apart because the Chiefs were down at the end of the first half and they had missed that field goal I kind of was like oh will that be the thing yeah well that yeah you we know? said this last week about times when 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 games are lost what why why what are the bits that you focus on and when yeah. that when that field goal missed i was like they're going to miss those three points and then and then gradually you're like oh okay no it's fine uh they they do have that the andy reed mentality of just not 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 looking in the rearview mirror at the mistakes and keep powering mm. forward is is you know it was quite evident with that uh, and maybe it was what maybe it was the thing that made you know made the Eagles kind of throttle off a little bit. Well, I don't think they did, but I think that maybe they looked at that and they're like, oh, maybe today's our day. You know, maybe that's the kind of thing. Because whenever you play these great teams in the world, whenever all of the great teams across any sport ever played, you're like, maybe this is going to be their off day. Because they always have yeah. they always have one. And they're like, oh, maybe this is maybe this is one of those off days. And then it turns out it absolutely fucking wasn't. Yeah. No, it, it, it really wasn't. I mean... Th- this was, I think we've sort of just said this, but like the Chiefs and the Eagles both had unreal games. Like they both yeah. did. They both played so well. It was so good. Oh my God, it was so much fun to watch. Um, the like the Travis Kelsey or Kels apparently is that is actually how you pronounce it, but everyone just says Kelsey. Um, That's but, cool. He said that on his own podcast. That. He said that on his podcast. Apparently, he said it. Even I didn't know it was pronounced that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, both him and like uh, both him and Jason had sick games, which is good because <laughs> yeah, you kind of want like you kind of want them to fucking like you, you know you don't want them one of them to have a shocker. They both had amazing games. Unreal. They yeah, also that's... both got uh they both have a Super Bowl, don't they? Because Jason played for the Eagles when uh when they won. So like 
Yeah, so he will have his second ring. No, he has. He's got one ring. Sorry, he would. It would have been his second ring. It was his first. So his, yeah, his yeah, brother yeah. has so two. Yeah, that's two, yeah. that's cool. That's exciting. Well, good for him. I mean, it might be potentially he could could be his last. And we'll talk about the who's going to bounce back after this. But the um, yeah, it was. Uh, I think. I think Mahomes was the, was the MVP, right? But I, I think it should have been um, Travis. To be honest, he did his usual thing. I think the thing is, is that Mahomes is the captain of that team and so many offensive players kind of... It's one of those things where the QB award, firstly, it's, it's pretty much always given to QBs. Like, there's a couple of ones where it isn't like the C, the Seahawks one, yeah. um, where they basically just chose a random defensive player. I mean, it wasn't random, but do you know what I mean? It was just like, look, at the defense, like, stuff them. So you got to give it to... You got to give it to one of them. Um, I think Mahomes won because he, firstly, he still did some like he did his usual shit. You know, I think the weird thing about Mahomes is he wasn't actually he didn't like elevate his game for that Super Bowl. He just did the usual incredible Mahomes shit that you see every week. Um, but the thing is, it is the best, and no one else is as good as him. Uh, the other thing is that like. A load of other offensive players also like did like wild stuff. So I sort of feel like the part of the reason that Mahomes got it, and no, not a, not a, not in a disrespectful way, because he did his usual Superman shit, is that like it was almost like the, you're the team captain of the best offense in football, so you did the best. But Kelsey, yeah, Travis Kelsey, huge. Every single pass he every single pass he received, he received six passes for eighty-one yards and a touchdown. And every single pass he received was was vital to the game. Like that was it. Nothing he did was wasted. It just felt like he was there every single time they needed to get a down. There was, he was there every single yeah. time he needed to get um, anything. And I mean, Mahomes scored. Mahomes threw through three touchdowns, but only threw for one hundred and eighty-two yards. Which for him, I mean, very accurate day, but for him, that's like not even that big of a deal. Yeah. Which is cool, but like, you know, maybe give it to, uh, maybe give it to Kelsey, I, I would say, but like, that's fine. It's one of those things. Um, that's still an insane amount of, of touchdowns to throw in a Super Bowl, mainly because the other thing is shortly before halftime. So what's mm. your, so what's your star man who you know who's got a high ankle sprain? He's playing injured anyway. Yes. Uh, go down. He looked like he wasn't going to go back in the game. Yes. And you are shitting your pants that it's going to go to Chad Henney. Like Chad Henney's going to have to play this half of football. Now, I just read literally as we were logging into this, uh, Chad Henney uh, retired today, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, good for him. Um, the man in the background. I, I, to be honest, you know, he's had a funny career. He started for the Dolphins, was shit. Has an absolutely like you know intercontinental ballistic missile of an arm, like he can throw the ball, uh, but he's just never really a starter. Uh, and then he just sat behind Mahomes, and he had that one game against the Bills, which was funny, and then just won two Super Bowls, and then rides off into the sunset. It's good, good for him, uh, big fan, and yeah, it's just adorable that he that he, I reckon he was shitting his fucking pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he would have to fucking go in. Imagine that. Like, he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, end of his career. He's like, I'm definitely going to retire. Win or lose, I'm retiring after this. And then, um, uh, and then he's like, oh my god, you might have to play half of a Super Bowl. And yeah, uh, imagine that. <laughs> I love that. Maybe, he was just like, he was just like retiring on top, <laughs> and like he fucking did nothing. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, he doesn't. He he has done stuff. 
like you know of all the backup QBs like you it's fun to laugh at them but actually Chad Hen has twice over the last couple of years had to play in really quite crucial playoff moments and he's fucking stormed it yeah yeah that's true um the first one was in the year where they lost the Super Bowl um, where he played a game against the Browns and he just like fucking like smokes this like unbelievably ballsy fourth down uh, fourth down pass. Like it was like a fourth and short and it was like that people were lined up for the sneak and you've got a fucking backup QB in. So it's like, obviously you're not going to do some like insane pass, but you forget, oh no way, Andy Reid is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And he just did this unbelievably ballsy move and like, Got him. And that was the thing that put the Browns to bed. And then they got to the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl that year. This year as well, he played, um, he played, he scored like, he just scored and he scored after doing a really, really fucking sick, long drive, like work the clock down drive against the Jags. And that was a day the Chiefs weren't even playing well. Like, good guy. Well done. Good career. Have fun. Two rings. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first half. It was fun. Uh, it was like genuinely at that point. I'm thinking, right, we are now top top ten Super Bowls ever. Yeah, like, this is this is a good one. I knew that we were in for a nice, happy Super Bowl. It was going to be good. Uh, we had half an hour, twenty nine minutes. Apparently, is a Super Bowl halftime, uh, and that's twenty nine minutes. So they're just injecting anything that they can find into the leg of. Uh, Patrick Mahomes to make him better. All yeah. kinds of painkillers. Like, fucking... like shark DNA, all that fucking shit that they yeah, just like fill you up with, just tweaking at the end of the game because he's so juiced. There's no yeah. way they don't just roid these guys up. But you know, oh, yeah, anyway. no, they do. There's there's I read a thing about like they were talking, I think it was when um uh oh fuck, who who was it? I can't remember. Some some uh some defensive end retired and he basically listed all of the shit that they used to pump him full to get him into like to be mm. able to just essentially walk, and then once he gets out on the field, he basically plays. But it's it's madness how much shit they put in. So the maybe he got is, some injections. Maybe yeah. he had half an hour of stretching and like a fucking mint tea. But I don't really think that's going to solve it. When you look at the uh, when you look at the American football like PED policy, which I have because I'm a dog, right? Uh, it's so funny because it's very it's the American PED policy about PEDs in their sport is very much like the American policy about guns. You know, like whenever there's like something happens in America, what they do is they do a big law that gets like a load of publicity. And people just line up on each side and be like, eh, fuck you. You you want kids in schools to be shot or you can't take my gun from me. And, and you, you get that right. But what actually the law is, is that what they'll do is they go, oh, well, basically, if you have a stock for your gun that is 17 millimeters instead of the classically correct 18.5 millimeters, uh, then that stock is banned. End. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, so what ha- like nothing apart from a law the size of an old Argos catalog gets passed. And like I'm very, very minor change. And that's basically the American football PED policy. Like it's like, oh yeah, you can't have uh this these formulations of chemicals that are like human human growth hormone, but actually also completely miss out like loads and loads and loads of like obvious formulas that you can put in that have pretty much the same effects. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You can just juice these guys, fine. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, was, I asked, I reckon they just going through going through the stuff. I mean, it's it's amazing to watch a, a player like that bounce back. But you're not going to keep him off the field. Uh, then comes Super Bowl halftime show. Rihanna. Um, I think I didn't know. 
I mean, I exclusively listen to early 2000s emo bangers, so I'm not really familiar with a lot of yeah. uh, Rihanna's work. Uh, but I was watching that and I was like, oh, I think I know every single Rihanna song that's been playing here. It was it was a great halftime show. Uh, it was taking place on a mm. Super Smash Brothers uh, stage, which was exciting. I got worried that she was going to fall off or something. A lot of dancers. Yeah. Uh, I don't I can't really see anything. Uh, I don't know, controversial about it. I just think it was a really good one. Uh, some good fireworks. Um uh, but also not a particularly brilliant one. Like I wouldn't put that up there as one of the greatest. It wasn't time. like uh I mean it wasn't like Springsteen or like um Beyonce, you know? Yeah. The other thing is, I mean, I think now that people are used um, to one thing about the Super Bowl is people want like people are interested in um uh some guest stars and everyone was expecting some guest stars or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, and people want to see that. I, I liked uh, I quite like I quite like the J Lo Shakira one, although I sort of wish that they'd just given it to Shakira, but that's me. Uh, J-Lo is also great. Um, and I'm aware that actually quite a lot of people, one is just J-Lo. So... Yeah. It's kind of sick, man. Like, the thing is, is that the Rihanna, uh, like, Rihanna is just like, um, it's kind of sick, but basically, again, it's one of those ones where like, I... It was one of those, right, it was one of those ones where I was just reminded that I'm fucking old now, you know? Yeah. Because you know how, like, uh, uh like how the the other year people were like what what are you talking about you can't have why are you having fucking 50 cent like super bowls for classic classic tunes and you're like oh no oh no oh, oh i can feel my back pain you know like rihanna yeah. was a bit like she's obviously not like an old person but like the reality is is that most of her hits were from like 2007 to like 2012 you know like all the fucking songs were from then and i was like oh this is what like people think of as like classic tracks now oh well <laughs> i also like how rihanna's just a billionaire she just gave off billionaire vibes it was exciting she was an absolutely electric person to to watch uh, yeah yeah songs. yeah but yeah, it was cool. Uh, good, good halftime show. And then as yeah. soon as the halftime show's over, it's time for the Super Bowl. Um, and then you forget that you have to do some Super Bowling afterwards. And then some cool fucking shit happened to the Chiefs. And my favorite, one of my the turning points of, this, of the game, like the kind of momentum swings, is the second Philly punt. Yeah. Uh, ball comes back and the second longest punt return in Super Bowl history happens. And what's interesting about this is that you're getting punted from a team who are um, one of the best fourth down teams in the world. And the reason why they do this is they do it because they don't want to give up shit like this. And then what happens mm. on the biggest day, they give up shit like this. And it's that is such a middle finger up to all of the, you know, all of the work that they did to keep, um, to keep that vibe in there of like, hey, we're going to fuck you over and fourth down. And then all of a sudden, they concede a huge thing and that sets up an unbelievable mm. uh unbelievable field position uh for an absolutely huge 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 touchdown um so by this point i'm like okay we're talking top three super bowls this is going to be everything that we want everything that we want yeah. To happen. yeah 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 and the chiefs at this point in the second half have turned on like they were by the way they were already on in the first half they were still playing really well it's just the eagles had the edge and they had that missed field goal and you never thought that the Chiefs were going to lose necessarily because they were playing really well. It's just that the Eagles were ahead at this point and that's it. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. 
Um, and then, so it's starting to look like, you know, the the, the quicksand is coming in. Yeah. Um, and I was, I started at this point to get really excited. But the thing is, the whole time, it's kind of like when you go to, like, an amazing city you've never been to before, and you're just in awe at the buildings and the everything that's happening around you. So at this point, I'm just so into the game uh, that I'm not really thinking about Kansas City putting up 17 points in the fourth quarter which is mm. which is huge it's basically a backwards version of the first half so philly scored uh, 17 in the second second quarter which we said loads of times over the course of the season no team has scored more uh, points in the second in the second quarter than in the philly um and the fact that any team could even put this up on the, the philly d is is surprising anyway mm. then we get to the, the fourth quarter uh, and this is where shit starts to get fucking interesting uh so jane hurt scores uh, another touchdown, and that takes him to three rushing touchdowns. First quarterback to score three rushing touchdowns in the mm. Super Bowl. Uh, and then they convert a uh, two-point conversion. And then you're like, okay, maybe this is the best Super Bowl that's ever been played, and I'm fucking here for the last closing few minutes of it. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and then then things take uh, an interesting an interesting turn. Uh, now, we discussed last week um, that there's a time and a place sometimes for decisions. And yeah. I would prefer always to see my sporting events finished by the players playing rather than being decided by refereeing. Um, and in the kind of drive that would have taken, taken uh, the taken the Chiefs to a potential you know, go-ahead field goal, which is what they scored, there was a holding call. And yes. the holding call was an incredibly light call. And yeah. Yeah. that's, I'm not, I'm not, I think that I've seen them given and I've seen them not given. And that's where, that's where it gets weird, right? So essentially the receiver leaves the line, ball goes back and the, the defense, the defender touches his hip essentially, puts his left hand on the, the receiver's left hip. Uh, yeah. there's, a bit, there's a bit of jostling as you can as soon as the player leaves the line, bit of a bump, and then he's following the players, touches his left hip. The thing Doesn't, is, yeah, he did hold him. That is but, technically holding, yes, yes, but. Yeah, it is technically holding, but it doesn't, you don't need to call it. Like they, no. they it didn't, uh, it's what, what that holding call did is obviously it gives you a new set of downs. Yeah, uh, they were in field goal range anyway, um, and the they pass, had. I know you shouldn't. Just, the other thing about holding is this is the other thing is that people you shouldn't decide whether or not it's a holding based on the outcome of the play. So, but even so, the, the the pass wasn't going to be completed. Yeah. So so Mahomes Mahomes lines up to pass. He throws a pass that frankly was not going to be caught by that receiver. It missed, and. Uh, the player who held the the player who the player who did the holes was James Bradbury, and he actually said after the game, he basically said after the game that he admits that it was holding, so he can't complain. But the reason he did it is because he didn't like he made it. He said he basically said it was deliberate. Like I didn't think it was going to be called, and I, I thought wrong. Um, and I understand like because, and I completely understand why he didn't think it would be called because, to be honest with you, most of the time including so for example there's really famous examples where um 
like for example my own team the ravens won a super bowl let's i'm going to be honest with you the final play of that game that could have that might have achieved an outcome the ravens probably should have been put, called for pass interference and the reason they weren't is because it's not in the rule and this is this is one of these things where it's kind of like it kind of sucks because you know, someone someone can always come back to you and say, oh, well, you know, the letter of the law says this. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But it's sort of unwritten that like there's 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 an American football cliche that there's holding on every play. And so they just can't really call it every time. So even though they're not supposed to to call it only when it like really influences any kind of outcome. Referees do normally makes do normally have to make a judgment on whether they think that it actually affected anything yeah i mean the the problem is with this is it's not necessarily exactly what was happening there but what you get is you got a team that's already in field goal range who mm. were, were definitely going to score that field goal might have been yeah. a bit of a more complicated one but you've also given them a new set of downs yeah and what that means is they can run the clock almost completely out yeah and which is what that and that, yeah, and they, they they played the clock incredibly well in the second half. They basically did to the Eagles what the Eagles did to them in the first half. It was yeah. great. It was, it was fucking Game of Thrones chess match American football. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. So this the, the issue is. completely run the clock out. And the yeah, Eagles only I, had one or two plays, I think. They had one play. They had they? one play. They, yeah. they had, uh, and it was a fucking shit show. But it doesn't, it, those things rarely happen anyway. So what that, what I was disappointed at is I'm like, this is the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. And what you needed to have to make it the best Super Bowl of all time is one more Eagles possession, regardless yes. of what happened. Whether or not, like, this is number maybe number two. I would say, actually, it's number three best Super Bowl after um, Giants, my favourites are Giants, uh, Patriots, and then um, the uh, Steelers, um, Cardinals. Those are my two favourite Super Bowls. And yeah. this one, maybe three. Uh, but the the... Yeah, they needed another. They needed another full possession. They had two timeouts, and they they needed like a minute and a half, whatever it would have been, uh, to take the ball and ha- have at least a shot at either tying it up or winning the game. Um, yeah. And the fact that we were kind of robbed of that left the last kind of dying embers of the match a little bit kind of disappointing. So that's why I wanted it to not be called. Is yeah. It just was like I feel like we we were robbed of a grandstand finish to a game that was already just fucking perfect. The, the thing is, is that had the Giants had, sorry, had the Giants fuck, had the Eagles um, come back after that fucking field goal with like a minute and a minute and 40, something, it was like a minute and 40 or something, that's what it would have been once they'd run down a bit of clock. That's more than enough time for them to have scored a field goal and that game could have gone to overtime and then we yeah. could have seen the, you know, and it was a game that you know, I'm often flagging at the end of Super Bowls. They're fucking long and they're late at night. That was a game that deserved to go to overtime. You know, yeah. I, I w- there needed to be, in my head, to make, like, I, I believe that whoever would have won, you know, and I believe that the Chiefs were, by that point, the better team and they deserved to win. Having said that, I believe that they deserve to basically have an opportunity to really go, you know, like, death match head-to-head. Yeah. And just have that that opportunity, but we'll just they, put the ball in Hurts' hands to say, "Go on, finish yeah. it. Do it. Do what you got to do. We know he can do it. Like let's 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 do this one more time." Um, but 
Yeah, fine. I mean, it was a holding, but it was also it was a holding that you didn't need to see. It was just disappointing. I think the main reason why I wish it wasn't called is mainly because I feel like I feel disappointed rather than like hard done by by the referee. Yeah, no, no. It was still one of the best games I've fucking. Uh, it's still yeah. one of my favorite games. But and I, I really hope that people like what will watch that and then they they should be able to watch that and then go, yes, I'll watch American football next season. Yeah, like you should see that and go, okay, great. You know, great stuff. Like that. You know, you can be a fucking Eagles fan if you want. This is the, also this is the last time that being a Chiefs fan is going to be fun. You know, like no, no, sorry, being a Chiefs fan. Sorry, this is the last time that like someone saying to you a Chiefs fan is going to produce anything other than like, oh, cool, good for you. You know, like fucking after the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are at Tennessee now. Fucking yeah, fucking yeah. forever. Mahomes, you squawky fucking Kermit voice, Jordan Peterson sounding prick. <laughs> uh, fucking no, no, it, like. And that that see, I don't. The, the problem is he's he's a bit too likable for me to seriously hate him. I uh, know he's like I, that's why it's so funny. It's like he's kind Reed of just an opposite like a, to yeah. Opposite Reed's to a likable coach too, so I don't know that I can fucking really hate him. But like three Super Bowls in five years, one two of them, that's amazing. Uh, they it's are got a, lot of, a lot to do. I mean, I would say that the next time, the next time, I'll be. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm always going to support him purely because I, you know, I want the I want him to be considered the greatest of all time over Brady. And the only real way he can do that is by winning fucking eight Super Bowls, which isn't going to happen. So that was a lot of the chat before the game. A lot of the chat before the game was going like, "Can Mahomes win seven Super Bowls?" Like that is, I don't no. know. It's no, uh, he, it's, but it's not even going to get close. It's like it no won't. one's going to get no like. Fucking Max Verstappen's not going to win seven world titles. Nobody's going to those those like you know Brady, Lewis Hamilton, fucking like the greatest player, the greatest Messi, fucking all these players. No one's ever going to get close to them to be considered the greatest, and that that okay. we've seen them already. He won't, but if he wins another, he'll be in the top five all time. No, I think he's the second best quarterback of all time. Already. Do you? better than yeah. like Unitas, Manning, Montana. Than, yeah, 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 he's not my favorite, but he's Rogers, like, Manning's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, he's he's now the second best quarterback ever. Okay, I'm fine and with that I, as a take. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be. What What do you mean? What are you fucking? Like, he's like, uh, like I don't fully agree, but like I think that he is. He's definitely in the top ten all time already, and and like barring freak injury, he's got another 10 years of his career so well, yeah if that's the thing about him is, is his is the way he plays is he does play pretty way. physical so that's quite you know, aggressive we might not... yeah, yeah so we'll see what happens with that but the uh -huh. um yeah i so that was the super bowl it was fantastic and i'm really happy with it uh but so so that was good end of the season we're done so who out of the eagles and the chiefs uh is more likely to win the super bowl next year i kansas city chiefs <laughs> like i think that they're still going to be there next season um, and I think the Eagles are going to be in the chat as well. Um, they just lost their offensive coordinator, the Eagles, to the head coaching job at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's now going yeah. to be heading up operations over there. Yeah. Uh, so I think keeping the keeping the team together for Nick Sirianni is going to be different. Um, he's still a good he's still a good player. The only thing is the Eagles have. I think the the core is good enough to stay and make another run at it. The only thing, I mean, the, the thing is, is that with all these, and the, the, the heartbreaking thing about American football for the nearly teams, and there's always, every year, there's always a couple of nearly teams that like nearly get it. And there's a cup, there's only like a, a hair's breadth between, and whether that's nearly get to the championship 
or nearly win the championship or nearly fucking win the Super Bowl as the Eagles nearly won the Super Bowl is that this is one of those sports that's like impossible to keep a team together. And it's partly part of what makes the league so exciting, but it makes it, it means that the, um, it means it's so heartbreaking when you nearly get there because you know that team's not staying together. Like, yeah, well, I mean, the thing is about the, the thing is about the Eagles are there, they are, you know, Hertz, Smith, Brown, uh, Sanders, they're all under. They're under rookie contracts, aren't they? They're, they're, um, so they're going to have to take a lot. Of, they're going to get paid a shitload of money. Yeah, um, they're going to have to do a couple of. They'll probably do a couple of franchise tags, uh, and they're definitely going to do. Well, that is when's Hertz rookie contract up? So Hertz's rookie contract isn't up for a car a year or two, I don't think. So he's still got another year of rookie, which is good. Um, but then. Uh, they have a few players that, and they have a few kind of old players like Kelsey, as we talked about. He's thirty-five; he might retire. Um, he, they'll want to put Hertz on. The other thing is that it it suits both parties to put Hertz on a. It suits both parties to. Uh, yeah, so Hertz has another year of rookie. Uh, it suits both parties to put Hertz on a long-term deal, I'm sure. Um, Because Hertz plays kind of physical too, so I think it probably yeah. suits him to like get, get paid in case he gets fucked up. Um, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm really interested to see his future because there's... Eagles fans will hate me. I'm... He had one of the best games he's ever had. He's had an unbelievable season. Do I still look at that guy and be like, he's like as good at maybe I'm no, I'm not being I'm not being generous. Uh, I'm allowing you know what? I'm allowing the fucking storyline lie to my eyes. You know? Where I yeah. pre I already think that I, I already think that Josh Allen is a good QB and therefore I forgive his mistakes. Whereas I'm not convinced that Hertz is good. And so even when he plays like outstandingly, I'm like, well, maybe he's still got more to prove. He fucking was amazing. Like Yeah, I think he's I think he's at the moment more likely to win a Super Bowl than most the, QBs in the league. The Bills are a team that we we've already talked about. I think the Bills have a potential problem if they don't do some pretty serious roster shifting this summer. Yeah, they needed to win the Super Bowl. Like they needed to win the Super Bowl, and I think the game's going to move a lot quicker than it used to. Yeah, um, and people aren't going to st- stick around as much as they as as they used to. Yeah, um, Ravens. Have, I think Ravens have hired an offensive coordinator forty minutes ago. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so the the Dolphins, Vic Fangio, the new uh, def- uh, defensive coordinator, he signed a two week contract with the Eagles to help uh, solidify their defense um, for the Super Bowl. Which uh, you know they didn't win. Like, no, probably... and their their defense was not good. So well, it was it was good in the first uh, half. <laughs> the the thing is, no, is the, they didn't no, play. The, no, honestly, like so, I'm going to say this right. I've, I've been praising things to high heaven. And the reason is, is because ultimately shootout Super Bowls are exciting. The Chiefs don't have a particularly good defense. And they've never have. They have the best offense in the game. But they're not like one of those fucking, they're not like, you know, like they're, they're, what their defense is, is fine. You know, it's not 
uh, and that they have a couple of star players that are very uh, opportunistic. So they do get a few turnovers and they do, they usually do enough and they have a, they're quite like, they're not like shit, you know, which is like in the, um, that, that in Mahomes' first season, that was something that their defense was just like horrible. Now it's good enough, right? Great. The Eagles came in with the number one defensive line in football and they got fucking completely out schemed. I don't know necessarily whether it was player performance. I actually think it was um, that the Chiefs, uh, Andy Reid and I have, I'm afraid I've completely forgotten the name of the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Um, oh, Eric, uh, it's because I can't pronounce it. It's Eric uh be any yeah, whatever. Uh Eric. 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 Um are like I I think a lot of it is that they are genuinely football geniuses who like scheme who designed just a fucking way of sort of like moving that line around and like shoving them around into different spots that made it really hard for them. Like I don't see any other reason why. Like there were bits where Again, like Mahomes was on his gammy ankle, and there were bits where, like, this, like, these, like, these, like, partings appeared in the line that he could just run 20 yards through on his fucking, like, dodgy leg, running significant, oh, yeah. running like Brady level one. slowness. And I'm like, it, the, the only way that that's the reason that's true is that that could have possibly happened is that the, the Chiefs just have, like, are just genius coordinators who've just worked out, spent the last, you know, however long scheming up away. They'll have been scheming, like, as soon as the Eagles start smashing everyone in the NFC, they will have been, like, the Chiefs, like, let's be honest, are planning to go to the Super Bowl every year. Like, yeah. they would have been work- thinking, right, they would have been thinking ahead, having, like, plans for the Eagles. I, I think it, that must have been it, because to be honest with you, that is my, if I'm, if we're going to get critical, the Eagles are the one with the good defense and the defense like the Jalen Hurts and the, the Jalen Hurts may have got the fumble, but the offense, if an offense puts up 35 points, they've done enough to win you the game. Yeah. So you should have, the defense should have, should have stopped the Chiefs scoring and they didn't, they couldn't, the Chiefs were too good for them. And so that's really, that's why they lost. Yeah, and they really were doing so well based on clock management, really, in the first half. But it was, yeah. it was. Um, I think that I think that everyone's still going to fear them. I, also, I liked how the Chiefs did that, um, like weird circle pit play yeah, thing. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, and they run around in a circle, and you don't know where they're going to go. So um, I think that I. So I think actually another another thing I think is really interesting about the Eagles is, and this is a really top level, a franchise level, is that the Eagles were last in the Super Bowl not that long ago. Yeah. And I think that is quite a good sign for the if you are, you know, someone who works for the Eagles, you're a franchise, it means that the ownership are completely okay to just ditch things when it's not working. And also that they kind of that the Eagles will just like retool and go. Like it's only a few years ago when they were last in the Super Bowl. And indeed yeah. when they last won the Super Bowl. And the team is completely different. Like it's great that they they won the Super Bowl with fucking Nick Foles, and then they got rid of their QBs and got Hurts in. Amazing, 
Like yeah. it's just there's no at a bit at a franchise level. There's no they've got no. Um, they're they're all they 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 win now all the time, and they've got no um, like oh well he did a job for me like four years ago. They're gonna be building a championship team now. The problem is is and maybe we'll before we finish up we'll have a little sneak preview of next season because we got a long summer we got the draft yeah there's but now we can start getting excited in the best in the best way possible in the NFL and that's with hypotheticals yes uh, so in the NFL there are 32 teams most of them only one of them will win next season right some of the following teams we can rule out. The Cardinals are horrible. The Panthers are not going to do well. <laughs> the Rams, ah, maybe. Nah, no, that's a no from me, the Rams. Hey, what about the Saints? Uh, it's a no. Yeah, Commanders, I'm also going to say no, even though they started turning up. And the Bucks, they're also fucked. However, yeah. that leaves, in the NFC, the Atlanta Falcons... Nah, also no, actually. Yeah. I think <laughs> no. the NFC the NFC South is totally fucked. Like there's yeah. gonna be the worst. I mean, it's, it was the worst now. Uh, but I think the, the NFC South, nobody's coming out of that yeah. looking good. Um, I think the Vikings are gonna be good. I think the Packers are gonna struggle. Uh, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Rams, uh, the Vikings, the Giants, the Eagles, the 49ers. That's a tough load of teams. Yeah. And then, I'm going to say like next season NFC champions 49ers. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy to. I'm happy yeah. to. I'm happy to say that they are the 49ers are the team right now that ha- that is one piece away from winning it all. Hmm. And when they get their QB back, yeah. we'll see how how good he is. So I thought it was just lightning in a bottle. <laughs> then in the a- AFC. These two, the follow the following four teams are wavering as to whether they're actually going to be any good next next year, but if they are, that's four potential contenders, right? And that's because these are all teams that are a couple of bits away from being Super Bowl contenders: Ravens, Bills, Bengals, Browns. I hope the Browns are shit. They're not going to be. Um, Broncos, mm. horrible fucking Texans. Uh, I do hope that their new coach works out because. He's like a you know former All Pro and stuff for the Texans. Great, probably yeah, won't do well. Colts also good draft fucked. pick. See how he, Col- he plays. It'll be Col- thrown straight in there. Colts also fucked. But then another stretch of four: Jags, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. The Jags are very exciting. The Chiefs are the fucking Chiefs. The Raiders have one of the best teams on paper in the league and did awfully and had such a weird season. I don't see that happening twice. No, also, if they get Rodgers, uh, I think oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're in yeah, with yeah. a shout. They're definitely Unreal. in with a shout. Then the Chargers, uh, who are a bit... The Chargers feel like also Rams to me. The Chargers... The weird... The, the problem with the Chargers is is that the... Like... Um, is that the Chargers feel, to me, a little bit like the Chargers were before. You know, where... Like they, they feel like a bit like, unfortunately for them, the Philip Rivers charges, where they were close but no cigar, like a lot. Uh, that's where I'm at with them. Yeah, I think we'll we'll see how they. Uh, I mean, it's going to take some bouncing back from that loss, to be honest. Like now, takes a lot. 
Yeah, it will. It will. But they're they're close, but no cigar. And I just I I don't actually even know that I don't know that Herbert is actually better than Rivers because the thing is, is that whilst um whilst it is true that they are getting like Philip Rivers was actually sick. They were just a horrible team <laughs> for a lot of the seasons he was playing for them. Yeah, the Daniel um, Tomlinson was really good. Like, yeah, yeah, he was he was amazing. The greatest just, running back of all time. Maybe. Yeah, he like, played for some fucking horrible teams. Um, yeah. but like, I, I feel like they're not quite as good as the others. So we'll see. But we'll see. You know, you never know. Uh, then the next load, uh, Dolphins. We'll see what happens. Um, that's very much up in the air, uh, especially with QB the QB situation and so on. We'll see what happens with that. Patriots, again, also quite up in the air. Don't see them being bad, though. Um, Jets are a very exciting team. That is a QB away from being an elite team. Mm. I mean, this... I don't I don't see Rodgers fitting there. Like, Rodgers could go, no. I think Rodgers is either going to go Raiders or Jets, but I, I mean, it's... I don't I think, think he'd enjoy it in season. New York, you know? <laughs> no, no. I threw either. it out last week, but I don't know that he'd enjoy it. I don't think anyone um, enjoys the job of quarterback of the Jets. No. And then uh, uh, Steelers. Steelers, yeah. I think the Steelers, there's there's a team in there. Uh, <clears> I think they're, they're worth... they're worth. I think they are two more wins next season. So they're yeah. nine late this season. They're two more wins in this season. Yeah, um, and that will get us an the incremental, Yeah, an incremental increase. And obviously, like, the Steelers are tough, a tough team yeah. in the playoffs. The Tony Sons are, I think, are actually fucks and really should do a... Um, and really, really should do a... Reset, um, because they are. I don't think that they're. The thing is, is that if they're at a stage where the problem is, is that they'll get some wins, and they. I know they missed the playoffs this year, but there's every chance that a few injuries and a few things that go another way is that will get into the playoffs another year. But that's not good enough, and they're not going to be better than that. They need to. Yeah. They actually need to start again and do a rebuild. Um, and whether and if the organization is if the organization doesn't seem like it's up for that then that's a problem also it's like a lot to do with the fitness and 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 reliance on henry to be honest there like yeah but that's bad yeah it is that's um, bad that's he's a running back and he's team. also he's also getting old uh, mm-hmm. 29 uh, running yeah back. that's a running back's asian dog years man like mm. it's tough like uh, it's tough because he's amazing but the problem is is that an amazing running back actually you need to pair with like like just Tannehill just isn't very good, and they're not a good. They're not. There's not a good enough team. Like they need to have a. They need to base. I think to be honest, if anything, they should trade Henry. Like this is one of those. You know when you do a Last proper rebuild. Trade. Yeah. yeah, I think do a proper rebuild, and just to start again. Um, Bears Bears are doing it, and I think that the Bears. Uh, I'm really interested to see what happens with them next year. Um, yeah. See. Let's see. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are going to win the fucking Super Bowl. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Next. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um. We just we might as well get excited about it now. Why not? Uh, we, got, we got a good defensive coordinator. I said this last time. We, you know, I said this like if the Dolphins had a good defensive coordinator, we'd have more success, mm. and we might have might be worth another three wins. I think that the AFC Dolphins are going to win the AFC East, and I think the Bills are going to uh, win ten. Uh, lose mm. six. I think they basically they're they're going to lose about three more games than they did last year, um, four including their one loss in the in the playoffs that they're going to get uh, because they are they are 
I don't know. I feel like they they lost, they missed their window there. I think that obviously Allen's always going to be very, very good, but I think that's another that's another like Rivers situation going on. And he'll win a mm-hmm. Super Bowl when he gets traded um somewhere indoors towards the end of his career. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think that's that it. The Dolphins that will win the, the fucking Super Bowl. Dolphins will win the Super Bowl. Uh, they'll be Thank the 49ers so in the Super Bowl. Um, the greatest day of my whole life. So thanks so much, guys, for listening to us for the season. Uh, thanks for putting up with us. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we are probably going to do, I think we'll do a couple of like fun episodes like during the offseason. The offseason is very quiet, though. Like I feel really sorry for the NFL around the NFL fucking guys who like contractually have to say, do an episode every week because there is no point. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some uh, stuff. We'll, we'll inter- what we should do is get some guests who like NFL and just chat about yeah. the teams they support, like comedians. And yeah, stuff like that. yeah. Maybe we could do one for like not every team because that's ridiculous, but like a couple, no, no, you know, no, some no. of them. And also, we could do we can watch some American football movies. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Like yeah, we can fucking we can we can live watch them. Like some of the dumbest American football films. Yeah, send that. us send us your suggestions for films to watch and things and other other general things that we can do, mm. American football related, and we will uh, we'll we'll do them. Fuck it. And then mm. next season we'll be all singing, we'll dancing, we'll get out of uh, Instagram jail for whatever reason that is. And uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. Thanks for thanks for joining us on the journey of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks so much, everyone. All right. See you later. See you later, guys. Bye.